0: Are you wondering what the big deal is about living in mindfulness? Do you find yourself craving mindless activities like binge watching your favorite TV show or scrolling post after post on social media anytime you have a spare moment? Have you tried so hard to break the cycle of stress and overwhelm in your life so you can live more mindfully but just can't seem to get very far? If you answered yes to any or all of those questions, then this episode is for you. I am so excited to share with you a conversation I had with my former client, Sadie, all about her experience moving from mindless activities as a form of control to enjoying mindfulness and everything from sitting in silence to time with her children. After going through my program, really doing the work within herself and in partnership with the Lord, she confidently says, I feel freedom in my health and joy in my heart. And I know that you'll hear and experience the truth of that as she shares all that she knows and has learned about the importance of mindfulness in her health, life, and her relationship with the Lord. My prayer is that as you listen in on this conversation, you are encouraged to partner with the Lord yourself and see what areas in your life He might be calling you to live more mindfully hey welcome to healthy and empowered living i'm your host lauren joyce and i'm so excited to be with you today i am passionate about helping women just like you ditch the diet culture and transform your body from the inside out without feeling selfish or taking up all your time i believe living healthy can be simple and fun and ultimately allow you to deepen your relationship with god and walk more fully in the purposes he has for you I've been where you are now. I've tried the diets and even got to my goal weight, but it left me feeling just as empty, insecure, and unfulfilled as I was before. It wasn't until I drew closer to God that I experienced that true confidence I was after. So grab your Bible, notebook, and coffee, and get ready to finally experience joy and freedom in your health journey. All right, everyone, welcome to today's podcast episode. I am so excited to have Sadie on with me. She is a former client. She finished up my program just a few weeks ago. And in working through my program, we discovered that she had a lot of huge breakthroughs around the area of mindfulness. And so I really wanted to bring her on to speak to her experience of what she's learned as far as mindfulness goes, especially in relation to mindlessness instead. She comes from a background of being a mental health therapist, and so she has a lot of knowledge about this, but I wanted to bring her on and have her share some experience, some personal experience and lessons learned from life and going through my program. So, Sadie, welcome to the podcast. I would love to have you share a little bit about yourself.
1: Yes, thanks for having me, Lauren. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Um, Like Lauren said, my name is Sadie. I am a licensed uh, mental health therapist and um, I have two toddlers and a baby on the way um, and an awesome husband. And um, yeah, I've been doing therapy for several years now and I really enjoy it and working with the young adult population. But um, what led me to be Lauren's client is just feeling Uh, overloaded and overwhelmed in life, stressed out, not making healthy decisions for myself or my family. Um, And so when I met Lauren and heard about her work, I just got super excited and uh, figured it was time for me to take care of myself so that I could better take care of not only my family, but uh, my, my own clients as well. So yes, I love the program, had an amazing experience and am super excited to be talking
0: today. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. I'm going to go ahead and jump straight into the questions if you're ready. Yes. So question one, what do you think, or what would you say is the difference between mindlessness and mindfulness?
1: Yes, that is an awesome question. Um, I'm going to start with mindfulness first, just because I feel like that's kind of a buzzword in my profession and just something that a lot of people are used to hearing anyway, but to me and how I define mindfulness is that it's being aware of what's happening within you and what's happening around you. And then not only being aware of what's happening, but taking time to process how it's affecting your being. Um, And so that's, that's how I would define mindfulness is that awareness of what's happening internally and externally, and then considering how it's affecting our beings. And then mindlessness uh, I would define as engaging in activity with little regard for what's actually happening to your being in that, um, with that activity. So not being fully aware of, of what it's doing to you. Um, you know, the activity could be the same, whether you're being mindful or mindless, but your awareness of how you're internalizing it is what kind of makes the difference between the two. So that's how I would t- figure out what the difference is there.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love how it's like you mentioned, it can be the same activity, but it's kind of a being able to see a little bit deeper below the surface into like how you are internalizing it. And then in turn, like what it's leading you into doing next and what, how it's leading you to process your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings, you know, your future actions, your plans, all the things, right?
1: Yes. Yep, exactly.
0: All right. So let's jump into the next question. In your experience, what made you feel like you desired these mindless activities or downtime? And then how did you resolve that desire once you discovered that there was something deeper going on?
1: Yeah. So that's an awesome question. So I think I gravitated toward mindless activities when I was really stressed out or when I felt overwhelmed and especially when uh, I felt a lack of control, like in my life, so for me, those activities were scrolling on social media or watching TV. Um, and so once I discovered the why behind these behaviors, I decided to fill that time with other activities that I knew would benefit my physical and mental health. So, um, Lauren, you and I worked on what these things were, and those included uh, exercise or just you know physical activity, also sitting in silence, meditating resting, um, or even engaging in self-development activities, uh, like reading. So it was really hard at first, I would say to make that transition because I, I almost just felt like I was a slave to that mindlessness because I was just so overwhelmed that I wanted that brain break. Um, but I weaned myself off of those unhelpful activities and in increments. So like, I would still allow myself to maybe watch part of a show at first, and then I would stop, turn it off after shorter amounts of time to allow for better use of time. And then I would transition into another activity. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how I, I made that jump and um, kind of discovered what was actually happening behind, behind that.
0: So you're kind of hinting at it a little bit that you did discover what was behind your need or your desire for mindless activities, but tell us a little bit more about what it was that you discovered.
1: Um, I discovered that I was really just trying to cope with um, with the stress of life and with the anxiety of life. Um, I had just a lot going on with working from home and being with the kids and also being pregnant and um, just trying to balance a lot of things and always feeling like somebody needed something from me or I... Didn't have time to do the things that i needed to do and um i used the metaphor a lot in our sessions lauren where like everything in my life just felt like it was in a blender and i couldn't differentiate like different components of my life and so i would go to those mindless activities to just literally try to feel any sort of a brain break in in my day um and it was just an unhealthy coping mechanism because it wasn't doing anything good for me it wasn't a good use of my time and Um, I think we can all relate to, you know, scrolling on social media or or watching certain shows. I mean, it almost makes us more anxious and can lead to, you know, more depressive feelings when we're already in a stressed and low spot anyway. So um, yeah, I feel like we did a lot of digging in our sessions and those are the things that kind of came up.
0: Yeah, definitely. I remember you, Speaking the word overstimulated a lot when we were discussing this and realizing or really recognizing that when you are putting yourself in those mindless activities, it really was more overstimulating to your mind and not giving your brain the break that you really wanted. And I think once you really realized that, and were able to do more mindful activities, like you mentioned, sitting in silence or um, you know physical activity, things like that, then you really saw that shift. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So what was your experience then when you did begin practicing some of these, um, mindfulness things instead, what did you practice and, and what was your experience?
1: Yeah. So we kind of have a joke in my profession that, uh, counselors make the worst clients. And so it's really funny because, you know, we, we hear this mindfulness all the time and we tell our clients about it and it's proven effective. And, you know, we know that it works, but yet I just wasn't, I wasn't doing it for myself. And so when I uh, started practicing mindfulness, I did a lot of um, just sitting in silence and meditating, like on scripture or praying. Um, I went through like what I was feeling due to the activities that I had done so far in the day, what I was going to have coming up and just kind of processing my emotions about all of those things. So for me, it really was just um, after the kids would, I would put them down for a nap and I had a minute to myself. It really was just kind of sitting and processing through my day um, and then trying to bring my attention back to the Lord and what he had for me. Um, And so when I began practicing these mindful activities, I found that I was much less anxious um, in my life, in my day-to-day life, I was more aware of my being and just who I was in the season. Um, my stress level decreased. And then, uh, most importantly, I just felt more at rest physically, mentally, and emotionally. Like I just felt like my whole being was more, I was able to operate more out of a place of rest than I had, um, in a really long time. So yeah, really great benefits.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that you mentioned the word stress too. That you you were able to take that time and, and it took away that stressful feeling. Mm-hmm. Because I think so often, you know, I see kind of stress and rest as opposites almost. Because yes. you know, when we're in this state of stress, we are feeling like we have to do 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 you know do all the things and get everything done. And there's always the ne- the next thing, and and that's when we start getting overwhelmed. And when we feel stress, we tend to go towards those mindless activities because we think that's what's going to help. Where in reality, you know, based on your experience as well, when we're able to slow down and rest and be more mindful and be present in those moments, it actually brings you um brings you to that state of rest, which then allows you to not feel that stress and feel like you have to do all of the things. Mm -hmm. That's good. So speak a little bit to more specifically the the types of things you did to live more mindfully and then like what was your favorite thing and why sure
1: um so during the day like i guess practically speaking what this looks like on a daily basis for me is i really try to pause in the middle of moments and consider how that current thing happening is affecting me so for example maybe i'm with my kids and they're coloring or they're playing outside Um, instead of just watching them or scrolling on my phone or, you know, whatever it is, I would really just stop and observe them. Um, I would appreciate the sounds of their laughs and the smiles on their faces. Um, And so seeing mindfulness come to play, come into play more with my parenting, I guess was probably my favorite way to incorporate it more into my life. Like I loved those restful moments and I loved meditating and being mindful, you know, when the kids were napping. But as far as just something that really has warmed my heart. I think bringing it into my parenting has been um, also a really a really helpful tool for me. Um, and then, kind of like I talked about earlier, uh, with meditating and resting you know, I took about 20 minutes at the beginning of that time for it to just be silent. And uh, Lauren, one of the things you and I've talked a lot about in our sessions is just allowing for times of silence, not only just for us to kind of tune into ourselves, but to tune into what the Lord is saying to us as well. So I really tried to just not have any music, not have, you know, anything going on in the background and just really, really sit in silence. And at first it was very kind of hard and awkward. Um, but as time went on, I, I came to enjoy the quietness of, of my house and it allowed me to check in um, just on my emotions and uh, really connect with the Lord. So that was a good reset time for me.
0: I love that. Um, I want to speak more into that a little bit um, with the mindful parenting. That is something that I mean, I practice as well. And it's so funny, even last night, I was watching my older son just get his pajamas on. And it's like the simplest little thing, but I was standing in his doorway and just watching the way that he does things and really appreciating how much he's grown up and how much he's matured And just remembering like when he was little and completely helpless and when he couldn't get dressed or undressed by himself. And I just sat there and I stared at him. And you know what, he stared back at me and he said, mom, why are you staring at me? And I was like, buddy, I just, I love you so much. And you are growing up so fast. And I just want to appreciate every moment of it.
1: Yes. I love that so much. And I think that there are so many times for that and so many opportunities for that throughout a day that we just, we just overlook because we're looking to the next thing or we're trying to get our kids out the door or whatever it is. And we miss those, those tiny moments of appreciation that can really just make our lives just more quality in general.
0: Yes, absolutely. And then I want to speak about the silence a little bit more as well, because I remember during our sessions when that was a, a huge thing for you when you began to start sitting in silence. And I would love to hear you speak a little bit more about, um, how that silence really allowed you to develop your relationship with the Lord in a deeper way. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's great. Um, I think oftentimes we can get in this habit of, especially me for sure, in my walk with the Lord of just talking a lot. And these are all the things I'm worried about. These are my concerns. These are the things that I need. Um, and it turns into a one-way conversation sometimes. And I think sometimes we even do that without really even meaning to. Um, but, what I really wanted to focus on with my time of silence was just sitting in the presence of the Lord and letting him bring to me whatever it was that he wanted to bring to me because he knows what I need in a season better than I know what I need in a season. Uh, thank goodness for that, (laughs) but it, it just like allowed that heart space and mind space for, um, him to really take the reins in our quiet time, rather than me trying to just have another area of my life that I was trying to control, which was my relationship with him. So, um, it put me in the backseat and some of the just most sweet conversations and sweet like moments that of interaction that we've had recently have really just come out of those times of silence when um, I'm just kind of setting my agenda down and not trying to fill my head with things and just really allow him to bring up what he knows that I need. So it's been
0: transformative. I would say. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. It's so powerful to be able to just have that discipline to sit And listen and let the Holy Spirit work in your heart and your mind and just lead you to the heart of God, really. Yes. Just sitting in His presence and and receiving His love is that transformative piece. But we have to be able to slow down long enough to recognize that. Yes. I think that's a huge part of this practice of being more mindful and slowing down.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, as we're wrapping up here, describe your life now that you have little to no desire for this mindlessness. And now that you live very mindfully in your day to day.
1: Yes. Um, I would say overall, I just live with more of a heightened awareness of things going on, um, inside of me and and outside of me. And, you know, I even find myself just And, and I also think it's the Holy Spirit's conviction because I welcomed him into this too. Like, you know, Lord convict me when I am doing things that are mindfulness, that are mindless, um, you know, make me more aware when I'm falling back into that trap. And, and he really does like, he's so sweet to, um, bring it up to me. And so it, it's given me almost just a distaste for that, that mindlessness. Um, I feel like I can appreciate life more. I feel, uh, this is a big one for us, Lauren, that we talked about a lot was, um, feeling confident in my decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that <laughs> we've all done it. Like we're scrolling on our phone and someone catches us. And then we are like, Oh, you know, I was just looking at the weather or whatever it is. And, and we, we try to hide that part of ourselves, I think, because Mm -hmm. we're ashamed of it or we feel guilty or whatever. And so not, not spending as much time doing that, not having to feel guilty about it. Um, I feel more confident in the other decisions that I'm making. And I feel like I'm not a slave to my decisions anymore. You know, I feel like I was using mindless activities, because I, I would because I had to, like, I felt, I felt compelled to just because I was so exhausted or so tired. Um, but now I don't feel like I'm a slave to my decisions. I feel like I can confidently make decisions that are good for me and healthy for me. Um, so I just, I feel more in control in that way. And, and it's just been a really great overall lifestyle change for me to, um, incorporate this.
0: Awesome. Well, Sadie, I love, love, love that you are willing to come on here and share your experience um, with really um, adopting some of these mindfulness practices and and just sharing the ways that it has transformed your life. And I know that the women that are listening to this are going to be so inspired by your story and relate to your story. And um, it's just my prayer that you know if you're listening today and. Um, you know, wondering where to start with mindfulness or really caught up in the, the lies that we need this mind, mindless activity during our downtime that you will walk away with some practical tips and reasons to pursue a more mindful lifestyle. Thanks for coming on, Sadie. I really appreciate you.
1: Yes. Thanks for having me.
0: Wow. What a powerful conversation. I hope that you were blessed and encouraged by that. If you are ready to make the shift from spending your free time mindlessly to embracing a mindful life more fully, but aren't sure where to start or would like to talk it through with me, send me a quick email or book a free call with me. I'd love to hear more and see how I can serve and encourage you in ways that the Lord is calling you to live a healthy and empowered life. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes each week. And if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support and encouragement you need on your journey to healthy and empowered living. Also, if you're interested in working with me through my coaching program, you can book a free discovery call or email me to learn more. You'll find all the links to connect with me in the show notes. Until next time.